Welcome to the Propane Business Podcast. I'm Johnny. And I'm Yusuf. We set up and built propanefitness.com into the profitable semi-automated system that it is today, which allowed us to quit our corporate jobs and coach online full-time. More importantly, we were able to do this without a huge online audience or being glued to social media every day. We're now ready to share everything from the failures we've made to the systems that now consistently generate hundreds of thousands in revenue. We help personal trainers, coaches, and gym owners do the same by avoiding the mistakes we've made and the best practices going forward. Subscribe to this podcast to learn what we're doing and what we've done to build and scale propanefitness.com. We'll be teaching you how to generate a steady flow of online clients, win at Facebook ads, automate your coaching systems, and to achieve financial independence. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the first ever episode of this podcast. Can you hear that fanfare in the background? That is celebrating. (laughs) The the roaring crowd. We've been thinking about doing this for a long time and only now just getting around to it. But basically, by way of brief introduction, um, the first few episodes of this podcast are going to be a whistle-stop tour of who we are, why you should listen to us and kind of our core, the core principles that we use to coach the people that we coach, the core principles that we've used to build propane fitness. So I am Johnny. I am Yusuf and we're going to take you through this journey of the years of mistakes that we made and trying to um, spend really late nights and banging our head against the wall with setting up an online business and taking you through the process of building scaled leverage systems to coach many more clients, help many more people, and hopefully help you avoid those same mistakes and fast track you through that process. We're also going to break down fluffy terms like scaled and leveraged and all these sorts of things because we know what they mean. Error number one. Well, no, no, no. Using the jargon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because the, the words are correct. It's just that people say, like, scale business, but, like, what does that actually mean? Or, like, you build a scalable business, build, put leverage in your model. What does that actually mean? So we're going to talk about that. But I suppose the first thing to address is who the hell are we? What have we done? What entitles us to speak about this? And I suppose also, who is this podcast for? So what is Propane Fitness? Propane Fitness. <clears throat> this is known as a hot potato hot in potato. the podcast world. <laughs> we we set up Propane Fitness about 10, 11 years ago. It was a blog that was purely just our thoughts for diet, training, nutrition, mindset. And we thought, let's just get this down on paper. And back in, that, back in the day, 2008, 2009, it was a simpler time. <laughs> and uh, you could just post a blog on WordPress and instantly... It wasn't even on WordPress. Oh, it was on Blogspot. Blogspot. So it doesn't even exist Propanefitness.blogspot.com. That is something that back then, you could set that up. You'd rank on the first page of Google for any article that you wrote. <laughs> You'd get, we got organic inquiries. We sold our first program for £12. That was a week of training and diet. And just from writing blog posts, people would come up on the on the page, email us and say, hey, uh, can I get a diet program from you? Can I get a training program? No problem, Nine ninety nine. So <laughs> that was a simple time. And then over the years... We progressed, but also the industry became infinitely more complex. Mm. And unfortunately, those kind of strategies will just leave you totally invisible now. So um, I should mention as well that while while we say like we got organic inquiries, like it wasn't, you know, people weren't like 
running through the, the virtual doors. Like we got the odd... Like one or two a week. We got the odd email yeah. and the odd person became a client, but it, it certainly, it, it never got to the point where it was, um, you know, making more than a, a couple hundred quid a month. Beating people off with a stick. Yeah, we, 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 never, quite, we never got there. Um, but I mean, I, I, the, I think the... the Very questionable op- practice anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the origin of this business, so propanefitness.com, if you haven't heard of it, go have a look at it. Um, and you know, buy as many things as you want. If you don't believe that those as things many exist, things as you can really. <laughs> That's the best way to learn is to just buy all the things from propanefitness.com. And then, as your marketing strategy, just try and force people to buy as many things as they can from us. From us. <laughs> <laughs> so, I this was like two thousand and was it pre uni, pre two thousand and eight. I, for some reason, I feel like it was probably the summer pre-uni. Mm-hmm. So that will be 2008. So economic environment was shaky, to say to say the least. And I text Yousef and said, thinking about setting up a fitness website, because we read T Nation and bodybuilding.com, and like you thought, well, you know, if Christian Thibodeau can do it, then so obviously so can we. Um, and I had the, the idea of optimum fitness systems. And I think I even built something. You I, th- did. I think I had like the, a very very basic website that I sent you, and you were, you got really excited about it, and it then coasted along for quite a while. So I suppose that's where we realised mistake number one, <laughs> which is if you pick don't a name, let Johnny build the web. <laughs> <laughs> you, you pick a name that is generic, and it will. There were, I mean, even at the time, there was like two hundred thousand results on Google. For optimum fitness systems. Um, now, let's just go. Oh, it. God. And you see people do this a lot. They, they either call themselves something generic, so there's 43 million results now oh. for, for, for optimum fitness systems. And it took Google 0.55 seconds. Pretty good. Google's brilliant, isn't it? So some people um, will either call themselves something generic or they will just aim at something generic. And that's we made both of those mm. mistakes. We just thought people want to get into shape we can help people get into shape. And that was about as niche as it got. But it, so I think at the time it was like we were both still figuring out, you know, our own approach to fitness, to nutrition, to training. And so we started it as just somewhere to document that. Mm-hmm. I don't, we didn't really have a goal, did we? No. And this was because information was, was scarce. Information was yeah. the bottleneck at the time. And so <clears throat> now you want to find anything out it's a Google away. So information's become so cheap that actually it's not about like telling someone, oh, you need to do three sets of 12 for hypertrophy because Mm. that stuff like that is old news. And now it's really about getting someone a result and making sure that, you know, it's implementation. It's not information anymore. Mm. Um, But yeah, so that, I mean, the name propane fitness was suggested by me, so we were sat in your parents' house. Yep. I remember the three of us, the three of us who started it. And I said, how about propane fitness as a joke? Said it, laughed. And then you two went, yeah, I like that. And I remember thinking, all right, well, we'll we'll put that in as like a placeholder, but we'll change it down the line. And then before you know it, like it's your logo and it's on the website and it's every, we've got t-shirts with it on. And we're like, well, we can't change it now. Think of the cost of changing the name <laughs> of the business. It'd be ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so I think the, so the two, the two, I think takeaways from that experience was firstly, we didn't do it to make 
100 grand a year out the gates, did we? No. And I think that's probably personal trainers, anyone, or even people like us who were outside of the fitness world. Like We weren't personal trainers when we started it. But anybody who's doing it just to make money, I think just makes crap decisions or forces themselves to make decisions that they wouldn't have otherwise made. Yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I think you're right. Like the a lot of the initial success that we can owe it to, even though we were doing everything wrong, really, mm-hmm. um, was partly the market environment. It's easier to make more mistakes back then. Now you, you can't really make those mistakes. But also the, the driving force was adding value. It was what can we, what gaps in information can we fill? How can we add the most value to clients, to readers, to people that we work with um, and make sure that they get into shape fast and avoid the mistakes that we did? And that's also what we're hoping to do with you as well, but on the business side. Yeah, so <clears throat> I think, you know, that, so that's what we've, over the years, we've built this business, propanefitness.com. Um, it's now a full-time thing for us. It's a very, very different business now to what it was back then. I think, well, to be honest, back then, while we eventually did incorporate and did all the, the boring stuff and built it as a business, um, I don't think it was really a business. And I think really only only over the past three, four years, would I say it feels like a business rather than something like you and I sat frantically thrashing at a keyboard. That it now feels like it's, a machine. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, and so why to to address the elephant in the room you know if if we have this business that's sustaining our life why are we now talking about business advice for personal trainers and coaches and it's something we get well it's something that any business coach gets asked a lot um and it's the obvious question well it's working so well for you like why are you still doing it exactly and and fair enough like I, i i encourage everybody to ask anybody who is doing this that question to see what they say um but so a few reasons firstly um, we started propane fitness because we were annoyed that, and I can remember like feeling really wronged and lied to when we, you know, you figure it out, figure out that it's actually much simpler than you thought. And that the you finally understand the concept of calories and progressive overload. And, <clears> you're like, oh, and like the yeah. Anaconda protocol and, and surge oh. workout fuel from T nation, Indigo 3G. But they're not actually like, at the bottom of the pyramid. For... I spent thousands of pounds on those supplements. <laughs> thousands of pounds because they were pro- it was promised to me in the marketing material that, that was the that was the key to abs and but anyway so we figured out that that was bullshit and then we're like right we are going to try and help people who are on the other side of mount bullshit like don't climb the top it's pointless do you know what i mean like just come around this way it's much quicker um so that's really what we tried to do with propane fitness and we didn't really sell anything in fact, I don't think we ever even planned to sell anything. It was only when we got, like, as, as you say, the occasional, like, hey, guys, I read your article, can you help me, that we sort of tried to create something to, to sell them. And I think the propane business stuff it's exactly has the a similar process. motivation. Yeah, Like, we, I mean, we, we still very much operate propane fitness, and it's just that out of, um, out of chance, out of demand-driven um, inquiries, we were getting lots of people being like, guys, I've senior fitness content and I'm setting up online. I'm, I'm a personal trainer and I want to start coaching online. Can, can you help me? And we started to get so many of these inquiries that we thought actually like this is something that, um, these are some problems that we've solved ourselves and we, we want to help you guys do that too. So I think the lesson from that is that adding value first inquiries follow, mm. but trying to optimize for money will end up with neither value or money. So, and you know, the 
I think to be to be totally honest about it, like obviously there is a financial incentive for us, um, but I think it's naive for anybody to think that if they feel like they have an expertise in an area and a set of skills to allow other people to help, to, to allow you to help other people in that area, whatever it is, like if you have the time and the flexibility to be able to package and, and sell those skills and, and offer coaching, why on earth wouldn't you do it? And I think like people, you know, with the way that we encourage and we, that we teach PTs and coaches to build their online business is not to get their business to the point where it takes up 70 hours a week of their time because that's, it's a job online. It's not a business, right? If you build this properly, it sure, it takes work in the beginning. There's a lot of upfront work, but once you get to the point where you do have a bit more leverage, in other words, you put an hour in and that creates a big impact in your business, then that frees up the time to be able to like, I don't know, go do a medical degree, <laughs> for example, or, you know, help offline businesses with their marketing or start helping coaches do the same thing as us. This is a painful thing for us to speak about because that process that Johnny just described is exactly what we did. Yeah. We, um, initially, we didn't have any systems for delivering stuff to clients, delivering programs to marketing or anything. And so it was very much a case of you get an inquiry, you, you're like, okay, who's going to take the inquiry? Right. I'll, I'll deal with it. Um, you write out the program, you open up a blank Microsoft Word document, you start writing out, okay, Monday. <laughs> Exercise one, <laughs> bench press, three oh, sets. God. And, and you do that for every new client. And then eventually you get, you're like, hang on, we've got 10 new inquiries here. That's 10 new documents, 10 new, um, <laughs> like, and each one takes maybe an hour, two hours to do. You're totally at the mercy of how verbose the client is when you call them on the phone as well, whether their call takes two hours or, and then you're like, okay, right. If we want to make more money, we've got to take on more clients or raise our price. But no, no, can't raise our price. That's scary. Okay, let's take on more clients. And then eventually there was a point where, and there's a, there's a picture of it floating around somewhere, where uh, I remember doing a sales call at two in the morning for the time zone difference, um, having been going through spreadsheets for the previous 20 hours or whatever, um, caffeine overloaded, sleep deprived, and just thinking like, how are we going to, like, this is to take <laughs> revenue from 1500 a month between the two of us to 2000 a month between the two of us. Yeah. When you're, like, giving up all of your time to service the £1,500 a month revenue, how on earth do you, like, even if you do manage to increase your revenue by 500 then who's going to service the clients who are paying that? Yeah. It's, um, we should talk, that notification that went off, we should talk about that in another episode. Oh, Yeah. It's a it's an episode in itself. Sound, you'll have yeah. to uh, you'll have to wait for that one. But so yeah, we basically I think we you know we're, we're offering help with this because we feel like there is a lot of misinformation. Um, we've paid large sums of money for business coaches that we're not going to name and shame, but people who are claiming to know how to do this, you get on the other side of the paywall, you realize that the person in question, and this is I think this is the typical situation that the person is. A used to be a personal trainer, used to own a gym, and has seen this world where they can sell like a five grand package to PTs um, if they just pretend to know how to online, how to market their services online and build an online business in the fitness world. And they've often, you know, read some marketing books, um, 
you know, listen to listen to Russell Brunson's ClickFunnels podcast and think, right, I'm now going to do this because that's where the money is. And there is a there's obviously a moral issue there because ninety nine percent of the time, certainly everybody that we've been coached by um, hasn't had an online fitness business. And I think there's a marketing aspect to a business, but there's also a delivery side and a system side <clears throat> and you can get leads and you can make sales, but those are still real people who have put their financial trust and, and money into you to get them a result. And if you aren't positioned to be able to do that, either you have the time to deliver that service, you have the systems to deliver that service, and you have an understanding of how to deliver a service to more than one person at a time, then really you shouldn't be selling online coaching, right? And you, should be, you shouldn't be listening to someone who hasn't had experience directly of doing that. And I think the way we look at it is online fitness world is very new still in the context of the of the fitness industry. And if the new wave of people trying this mess that up and give, you know, clients who've maybe worked with a personal trainer their entire life, see an online PT, think I'm going to give that a go. They pay some crazy overpriced high pressure sales call. You know, they buy over high pressure sales call, too much money. They get a crap service. All they're going to do is think online coaching isn't for me. I'm going to tell all my friends that I had a bad experience. It gives a, gives all of us a bad name, yeah. and and yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that as well. That when that there are people who set up and I would say predate on the um, people who want to make money online. Mm-hmm. It's it is a predatory process because these are people who are desperate to make a living, and they're That's selling. What predate a, means predate the the verb of predator. I didn't know that. Uh, okay, so... See, um, we're all learning here. I'm learning, <laughs> you're learning, Yusuf's learning that I didn't know what predate means. <laughs> Literally everybody's winning here. <laughs> Everyone's winning. So so these people are predating on um, people who are desperate, on, desperate to make money online, and yet the people selling those methods have never be- done the thing. They've never achieved the thing that they're actually claiming to mm. get the result for that client. So it's exactly the same as hiring a fat personal trainer like it may well be that the stars align and the advice that the fat personal trainer gives you helps you get lean but what guarantee do you have what kind of credibility do you have if that person has not achieved that goal themselves johnny is googling an article here i wrote on propanefitness.com oh yeah our online fitness business that exists when you google it funny that isn't it (laughs) Um, <laughs> I wrote an article called Call Yourself a Coach back in bloody hell, September 2015. And you had some tweetable quotes in it that I just thought that I, I still laugh at occasionally today. <laughs> so it's like, well remembered. It's the, you know, why, why you should listen to someone, or, or really, it's the irony of like people teaching something where they have no. They have no place teaching it. So, how to be an expert chef by someone who once made a microwave ready meal. Advanced Engine Combustion Mechanics by someone who's just got his professional license. Uh, a History of Contemporary Theatre by someone who watched season one of Prison Break. <laughs> you can tell I was angry when I wrote these. Veterinary Cardiothoracic Surgery by a guy who used to own a cat with a cough. Uh, is that it? Quantum Computer Science Revised Edition 7 by someone who once owned a Nokia. <laughs> Go check the article out. Just Google, call yourself a coach, propitfitness.com. But yeah, so as you were saying, like you wouldn't, if, if you get into a car with a driving instructor and the guy's like, oh, I don't have a driving license, but I've, I've read loads about it. I, think I can well, definitely teach you to drive. Yeah, like I've never done it. 
and I, I, I've tried in the before, before in the past. Actually, it's failed. There's no proof of me ever having tried either. But <laughs> <laughs> so you can probably tell we're bitter, right? But the same thing exists in in the personal training world. So think of you know if you're a PT listening to this and you have loads of letters after your name, you've got a degree and um, something in a relevant field, and then someone comes in with level three, and you know that you see them butchering teaching a squat. Or you know, giving someone nutritional advice that is completely off the mark—it's the same frustration. Absolutely, it's, this must be a very common um, experience. You know, you you you're in you're in the gym, you're you're working with clients, and you see some fresh-faced, bushy-tailed guy, <laughs> someone come in, and they're making someone um, do squats on a Swiss ball or on like a Bosu ball, and they're like, the okay, so you want to hinge at the waist, and then you're like, oh no, yeah. okay. <laughs> it's an ankle snap city. But yeah, so it, I think it is important to address that. So why are we doing this? If propinfitness.com is doing so well, why are we doing this? One, it is because we have built Propin Fitness in a way that has given us an awful lot of freedom over what we work on, when we do it, how we do it. We have a team of people that help us. We have systems that take care of a lot of the, the, the things that happen. And you know, while it's definitely not four-hour work week, like absolutely not, a lot of the stuff that used to take us hours to do from scratch every time is now automated a lot of the coaching services that we have are now automated and when we do put an hour in to work it's usually communicating with one-on-one clients or building a system improving a system dealing with a tech issue that happens or you know something like that um, so it's the old like working on your business rather than um, in your business which i think is the main difference between offline and online is that if you have an offline client you spend an hour with them like there's no real lasting value from that hour. Like you, you haven't created something that will now exist in perpetuity. Once you finish that hour, that's it. Like that, that hour that you spent is never going to generate you revenue mm. in the future mm-hmm. or support clients. <clears throat> like the, the 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 software and the 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 program that is currently being used um, right now. So we have a 28 day fat loss challenge that's running at the moment. We made that program a year, two years ago. 2016 right okay and it's still being used being consumed by people who are going through that process and having a great time going through that process today i think one of the biggest myths and we'll certainly cover this in one of the future episodes one of the biggest kind of um mental obstacles that we both ran into was when you start creating systems that are automated in your business there's the fear that by doing so you are offering a lower quality service to your mm. clients mm-hmm. that is absolutely not true the opposite is true because if you if you have a, a system that is polished and standardized and well presented well produced that then gives the best value to the client every time and if there are any gaps in it you can fix that on a large scale and then still if there's anything that needs further customization that's where you can come in as the coach and deliver your expertise yeah, and we're going to be talking about coaching and service delivery because there's a we have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, but, you know, I think people, as you say, like people falsely think that if someone's paying me, I have to work hard to, to justify that money because if someone pays me £100 for online coaching, like mm-hmm. what is that? Well, it must be my time because that's how personal trainers price at the moment, right? Like you pay 30 quid and you get an hour with a personal trainer and that's what you're getting. But the person who pays doesn't care how hard you're working. They, they've paid for a result. Yeah. They've paid to lose fat or to gain muscle or to 
feel healthier or to improve whatever it is, whatever the result is you're selling your, you're selling your clients. So the same way as if, you know, if, let's say you're a sports massage, sports massage therapist as well in part of your, your stuff. Um, or if you see one, why you, you don't care whether the therapist is like sweating and gritting their teeth and, you know, really putting their heart into it. Or if they're quite happy doing it, as long as you're getting the result which you need, which is, you know, you're, you're loosening off some, some tensions in your body. So, <clears throat> Which is actually one of the biggest misconceptions, I think, that people think they have to sell coaching and market coaching. And that's when you, you, know, you see, like, an offline PT on Instagram post an Instagram story, say, like, I've got 10 spots for my new online program. Like, no one cares. <laughs> like, no one cares that you've got some spots for an online program. Like, okay, well, what's in it for me? Yep. I don't give a shit. I'm exactly. not going to spend money on your online program that you've poorly defined. But, and it, <laughs> we'll, you know, we'll get into that in another episode. Um, so, you know, why are we doing it? We're doing it because we feel like there's a lot of noise in the fitness industry, in the business world of the fitness industry. Um, a lot of people are teaching stuff that, frankly, um, they've not tested themselves. They've just heard it from marketing guru in the, and they're passing it down to you. And while it may work in the business world, nine times out of ten, it doesn't work in the fitness world. They're different markets, completely different. Um, so we want to pass on, I suppose, the best practice, what we've seen to work, what we've tested over the past decade of doing this and how we were able to get propane fitness to full-time income levels. You know, we're not, we're not multimillionaires. We're not doing multiple seven figures or any, anything like that. Um, but it was, we, you know, we were able to quit corporate jobs and live off this. Yusuf's been able to do a medical degree at the same time, you know, so we have time freedom and financial freedom from the business that we've built. And if you are somebody who is either currently working in the off offline fitness world you're trying in the online fitness world and struggling, or you're like we were and you're working in financial world desk jobs and you fancy this, then what we're going to try and do with this podcast is give you some some tips and some stuff to actually put in place. So hopefully we've convinced you that, you know, you should be listening to us because we're lovely. We are lovely. We are lovely. So yeah, we'll, we'll be covering all of that and more, the process on of, of growth, how you can apply that to your business and also following that, we will be addressing questions, concerns, step-by-step -step guides for anything that you ask us about. Make sure to leave us a five-star review and a comment. Um, and if you have any questions for us, you can always get in touch through iTunes or through any of the other channels through Propane Fitness. All right, we'll see you on the next episode.